You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you writing or thinking about writing a book and dream about building your reputation as an authority in your field, but have no idea where to start? Unfortunately, many book authors with an incredible message to share sadly go unheard and never quite reach the level of exposure they'd hoped for. That is until now. The Author Platform Success Show will share key strategies on how to build the relationships and community that serves as the foundation for a powerful publicity platform, one that will support you in increasing your reach and book sales while helping you gain international recognition. Now, over to your host, Stacey Myers. Hi, and today I have the great pleasure of introducing Kathy Lumsden. Hi, Kathy, how are you? Hi, Stacey, I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm so great. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. So, firstly, let me tell you all a bit about Kathy. So, Kathy is a psychotherapist, author, and speaker, and has 27 years of touching thousands of individual, adults, families, teenagers, and children's lives. She's the host of a weekly TV show called The Best Advice. She's interviewed experts on relationships from all over North America the likes of Bob Proctor, Kristen Carlson, Peggy McCall, Kathleen Hendricks and many more and she's inspiring people to create vibrant healthy relationships with their partners, children, colleagues and most importantly with themselves and that's her great passion. And Kathy is the author of a book like I told you called The Best Advice Your Mother Never Gave You, A Guide to Finding Love in the 21st Century. So she calls herself a belief buster, assisting others to eradicate the the sabotaging beliefs and behaviours that hinder their lives. So when we shift, not only can we truly live while we're still alive, we can heal the world together. And I tell you that it's so inspiring every time I read it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. So firstly, can you just tell me like about the content of your book, what it's about, who it's for, that kind of thing? Well, the content of the book is about... Uh, figuring out what your blueprint is. I call it your old blueprint that we all have and learn as a little people. And part of that blueprint sabotages our behaviors, uh, sorry, our relationships, whether it's with your partner, your children, your friends. We develop masks, we develop defense mechanisms, we get emotionally triggered. And to me, being aware of what these blueprints are and changing them to, I call them yellow prints, uh, can really uh, shift you emotionally, physically, spiritually. It's it's an amazing process. So I do that with my clients. I thought, well, hey, why not why not put it in writing? Sure. And so the uh, the book is about for people looking for to find love. Is that correct? And how the things that we have, the blueprints, so to speak, can impact our relationships. Yes, it's not necessarily finding love. Um, it's it's creating close connected relationships. This particular book is about couples um, or people who've been in a relationship and, and um, who are no longer in one but are hoping to create a healthy one next time. So it's for a variety of people. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yep, even sorry. my, even my um, one of my daughter who's 21, her friends love it. So it's it expands <laughs> right through to, you know, 60, 70 years of age, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so then what had you write the book in the first place? 
Well, that's a really funny story. I went and bought a book about how to write a book proposal. <laughs> and it was like, you tell me what? It's, this thing is like 40 or 50 pages that you have to write a book proposal for to uh, submit it to a publishing company? I thought, oh my yeah. God, that's ridiculous. So about halfway through, I thought, okay, forget this. I'm just going to write the darn thing. So I, uh, I started writing it. It took me two years. Um, but I also have a full-time practice and children are, and anyway, so it was quite a long process. My next one's not going to take quite as long because now I know what it's about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so then over that two-year period, so did you look to get traditionally published then? Um, I looked around. I didn't submit it. Um, one of my good friends uh, and teachers, Peggy McCall, she told me, you know, if you can self-publish, go for it. Um, it's worth it in the long run. Sure. And so what was the process that you went through to self-publish your book? Sorry, pardon? What was the process that you went through to self-publish your book? Uh, well, I got um, someone to help me basically put it in a book format. So I just wrote a Word doc in Word doc and they put it in a, in a format that would then be uh, uploadable to a self uh, print-on-demand lightning source is what I used. Uh, I looked at a variety of different ones and this one seemed to be the easiest for me because I'm really not a, a techie person um, and I had someone help me with that as well and so it became a book book and and an ebook and once you go through lightning source then they send it out to Amazon in the UK, in Australia, in uh, North America. Also, I think it's border books they send it out to, so not out to the actual store, but a print-on-demand. Yep, sure. So that was quite easy then. You just had to get someone to format the book so it was in book form and then just upload it and away you went. Yes, yeah, so actually, it was it was easier than I thought. Um, and people are talking about different things that create. Is it called Create Space or something? And yeah, Create that. Space. Right. Yes, you you know all about these things. So um, so yeah, it wasn't that difficult. And then you had did you have someone design your book cover for you? Yes, I did. Uh, the same person that helped me organize it. I we. Um, Together we created uh, the book cover, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. And some people say the book cover's like one of the hardest bits to put together. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> you have five seconds, you know, for someone to decide whether they're going to pick up that book or not. So the book cover and the title, obviously, are the most important things on the front. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then what... What kind of things did you go through? Because I know one of the things that puts people off is like the length of time it takes to write a book, how much effort it takes, do they have enough knowledge to put in a book? Like did you experience, what kinds of things did you experience for yourself as you were going through the process of writing your book? Um, well, I knew I had a lot of content because I've been, you know, counselor for over 27 years. It's just a matter of how do you get it out of my head onto paper. So that was quite a struggle, and and uh, like my book's about, or what are some of those those um, limiting beliefs that that stop us? And so I had this chatterbox telling me all the time, "Who do you think you are writing a book? 
you know how dare you think that you can get out there and and uh, you know teach people even though I'm doing it every day in my office so it was it was that voice that wanted to keep me small that wanted to not get out there and take any sort of uh, feedback or criticism that fear right so that was the toughest probably <laughs> that chatterbox in my head and interestingly I googled Elizabeth Gilbert because I love eat pray love and she has another book out and she was writing almost identical things in one of her blogs saying that she was petrified of writing this book who's going to read it you know maybe her parents and that's it <laughs> and and it was like wow you know and then look what happened so it was kind of it was very inspirational for me to read uh that i mean she didn't know she was going to be a best seller author when she was writing it sure and then, so you were kind of applying your own strategies to yourself while writing your book then? Sorry, I missed that. Are the strategies that you're then teaching people in the book was, were the strategies that you were using to help you overcome all of that in your own writing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. <laughs> and did you have a structure in place? Did you say, I'm going to write half an hour every day or I'm going to just put a block of time away? How did you get the writing done? Um, I, I mainly did it on weekends because we, I had a cottage at the, that point and I was able to sit, you know, by the water and, and write. So I had a little bit of a, a getaway, even if it was only for an hour or two in the morning. That's probably why it took me so long. And, and you have to be in the mood. I mean, um, there were times when I wasn't in the mood and I made myself sit down and write, which was fine because then you edit it, right? But even if you sure. you get some of your your core thoughts down and even if it sounds horrible, I suggest you still do it because you then feel like you're moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, thing because the old writer's block, as people say, that and some people get stopped with that for such a long time. And a, a few people have said if you just push through, even if what you write isn't your best writing, it's just keeping that momentum going. Oh, so true. Because you know, some people have that perfectionistic voice, and they want to, they don't know how to start the page and sometimes I say just write a word in the middle of the page and then start writing around it or something to keep yourself moving. Yeah, sure. That's a great tip. I haven't heard that one before. So you just get your blank page and put one word in the middle and then build around it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I might try that myself with some of my blog posts. <laughs> it's so easy to get hung up on wanting it to be right and it's not going to be right the first time there's going to be at least, you know, 7, 8, 10, 15 drafts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so then, once you had your book all written, the cover done, and you'd uploaded it, then how did you let people know that your book was out there? Well, I started going to internet um, marketing conferences. I took online seminars because this was like Chinese to me. I mean, I, it was like a different language. I'm, I'm a psychotherapist. I didn't have a clue how to, how to get out there and promote. So the learning curve was very steep for me. Um, but then I ran into amazing people like yourself in some of these different conferences. And the relationships you build, everybody cares about you. Everybody wants the best for you. And so being in a community like that gives you a lot of support. And 
you know, I think I'm just getting getting the gist of of how it all works. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I remember Peggy McCall telling me writing the book's five percent marketing. It's ninety five percent, and I think I almost fell off my chair. It was like you've got to be kidding. It took me two years. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm. And so because one of the things that I talk about with people is it's starting to build your platform early on in the writing process. And I guess this wasn't something that you even knew to do way back then. Ah, not at all. No. Yeah, because it's because I think a lot of authors they just think, well, I just need to write my book and get everything down and they're not even considering like, well, who's going to read it? What am I going to do? Because you've got all this great information to share. So that's your focus. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so would you say that's a good thing for people to do is to start that marketing process as early as possible? Yes. Yes, for sure. Because, um, like I said, it gives you a community as well. And it you may not necessarily know what you're going to do, but at least you're starting to educate yourself about it. And people like yourself who are excellent at it, um, you know, using and, and getting help is, is extremely important. Yeah, for sure. And thanks for the compliment. <laughs> wow, you are amazing. <laughs> and, um, and so then, now, you have your own TV show. So how did that come about? Yes, that's very exciting. And it was because of my book. Um, I think a book sometimes is, is a stepping stone into different avenues. So I was interviewed by our um, TV station about my book when it was launched. And we were talking about different topics that were going on. There was a lot of bullying going on in the school systems. And we were talking about teen suicide. And anyways, on and on we went. And... I said, it'd be great to start teaching this on TV. And she said, yes, that's a great idea. So, you know, uh, eight, nine months later, she contacts me. And the show started in September. And it's all about relationships of any kind with self, partners, money. Um, I'm actually having one on internet dating coming up, depression. So it's it's about relationships and education. And so, yes, the book definitely was a stepping stone. Yeah, because that was going to be one of my other questions. What other opportunities do you think have arisen through having a book that may not have been available before? Um, well, I have an opportunity to go down to uh, St. Louis and I'm going to be doing some um, TV um, promotion down there. Um, I was lucky enough to get on in New York City on um, Fox and Friends to promote my book. Um, so, I mean, my vision for everybody is we're all given talents and, and we all have a purpose in the world and this is part of my purpose to get out there and, and teach millions of people across the world. So that has allowed me to to do it, you know, I'm, it's, it's finally um, happening. Yeah, because it does give you like almost instant authority as well. And for you, you have all of those years that you've been, um, had your own practice as well. But do you, do you think that the book still has given you even more, even though you were already established professional before that? 
Yes, definitely, because it's 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 an accomplishment. People say, "Wow, you know, look at uh, look at what this person did. They took the time. They took the effort." Um, so yes, definitely. And then you've mentioned a couple of times that you had TV interviews. How do you go about getting those if people were wanting to promote their books? Well, what you need to do is is get the email address of of producers, whether it's radio, TV, and you send in a pitch. So you have to have a hook. Um, my hook was divorce month is coming, um, which at one point they said it was January after the holidays. So you really have to have a hook that the producer is going to open the email and and look at it. Now I actually went on a course. Of how to pitch to media as well so and lo and behold you have to do it over and over and over again so I mean I, I probably pitched to over oh probably at least 300 people and I've got you know the one on um, Fox and Friends which was great and the local TV here and now st. Louis so it's it's gradually um, I'll come over to the UK do some stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think definitely should. So, do you think it's best if you can link to current news? Is that do you think that's a, the one of the best hooks to use? That is often suggested. Yes, if you keep up with the current news, pitch your book, um, even if it's only remotely connected. Because what the producer does um, is they they'll design it the way they think it needs to be. So the pitch is just to yes, know that you show them that you're. Um, connected to the news and that your information in your book can have some relevance? Yes. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then, so it, what about, have you been doing the same type of thing, getting into, the, let's say, local newspapers and things, or have you mainly focused on TV? No, that's a good question. Yes, definitely um, local newspapers. I write for, um, I write for one Actually, my team, the four of us, write monthly for um, a local newspaper on relationships. Um, I wrote for a magazine. Um, there's there's avenues you can definitely learn about how to to pitch to different newspapers, etc. So the more you can get yourself out there, and obviously the internet is the best way because it reaches the world, um, but it's good to start local as well. It gives you some confidence. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. That because also, like the local news people are going to be quite interested in something that's happening in their local area, mm -hmm. and then that does give you. Because I know even online, doing sending out press releases and things, it's something that people are quite scared of doing. So, and what do I talk about? What do I say? And there do, does seem to be like a, a, quite a unique skill set that you need to develop to be able to get people to respond to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I did look into press releases um, and uh, I haven't done it as of yet, but it, I think they're a good idea as well. Yes. Sure. And then how are you, you know I love social media. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so what are you doing? I know initially it wasn't something that you had spent a lot of time doing, but I know um, I think recently you've been spending a bit more time looking into it. Yes, definitely. Um, I was so proud of myself when I got my first uh, 
Twitter, um, and it was for the show, and I have a personal one as well, and and it's easy. I mean, it's one of those things that, you're again, your mind makes up all these crazy stories of how difficult it is, and I don't know how to do it, and it prevents us, it sabotages us, right? Um, so, yes, I'm using Twitter. Um, I'm using Facebook, but not as much as I need to. Um, and the uh, internet marketing is something I'm still learning, yes. Sure. And then do you think that even with the efforts that you've put in so far, that it's made a difference to visibility of yourself and or your book? Yes, it, it definitely has, yeah. Yeah. In, can you give me an example? <laughs> um, well, let's see. One of my shows was on bullying, and so um, I tweeted about it, and I I got at least ten, and that's that's big for me. Um, uh, different connections with regards to bullying, and then when I did one on couples relationships, um, I got some other communities uh, across North America that connected. So. So you would be surprised at who's watching and obviously with the hashtags, who picks it up. And it was like amazing. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. No, I know. And this is what I say because I, Twitter actually is my favorite of all of the social media platforms. And for me, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's being able to reach people that you you don't even know are out there because they're they're also watching what's going on and they're coming and reaching out to you as you're tweeting out your bits. And I just think that, um, I think also for to get the word out about things, when you see even all the news readers and everything, they when they're on TV now, you, they have all of their Twitter handles up there so people can start to follow them. So they're definitely, Twitter is definitely a place that people are going to, journalists are going to, to find the news and find out what people are up to. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's it's great for people's visibility and various things like that. So where do you have a, a page on Facebook? Is it uh, titled as your book or do you have it titled as yourself? Um, well, this is where I, this is my weakness is I have my own personal Facebook and I've been using that. Um, again, it's it's getting someone to help me. I haven't got my Facebook professional one with my book created. Um, and again, it's it's how much can you do? So that's what my New Year's resolution is, is to get someone, you, um, helping me get, <laughs> get all this stuff together and organized. Because, you know, I come home after seeing seven or eight clients and I'm thinking, I don't know how to do a Facebook page. What am I going to do? You know, if I had all day to figure it out, you know, I think it's it's pretty straightforward, but some people don't have the time, right? Well, exactly. And I think some people just don't have the inclination either. No. And so this is, but the, the thing about it is these days is there are so many people writing books and that you can get a book out so easily now, as you said, like um, self-publishing, mm -hmm. that 
that authors really need to start to have a look at, like what can I do that's going to have me stand out a bit from the rest. So even if it's not something that people want to do, social media and book marketing has become such a necessary evil, if you want to call it that. And I do think that the overwhelm is one thing that really stops people. And like you've done, I think it's really great. Like you chose something and you really focused on it. Like you chose that you wanted to be on TV. So you really focused on that. And then you had that piece moving. And then now you're looking at, well, let me build my Twitter and get that piece moving. Mm -hmm. Instead of like doing like a scatter shot and not doing any of them really well, I think the way like you might go, oh, I haven't got my Facebook page up. But it's better in a way Way not to have it there than to have it there and it be a little ghost town. Right. So I, I actually, you mightn't think so, but the way that you're doing it, I think, is a very good way to do it. And and it is just choosing things that you can work on. And of course, if you have the resources to be able to get someone to do the social media parts of it for you, that's really great as well. But if you don't, it's just really having a look at which bits you think are going to be of best benefit. And mm -hmm. where, um, <clears throat> sorry, and where your people are hanging out. So it's having a look at who who are your readers for your particular genre, your particular book, and having a look at where are those people and, and positioning yourself there first and then gradually moving out. Because I know now that you have more confidence on Twitter, then that also does translate over to being more confident on what you're going to be able to do on Facebook as well. Would that be correct? Yes, that's correct, Stacey. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of the... Um, the authors that are listening, you know, it, it to me, and maybe I'm assuming, but it looked like a huge mountain. Um, and it's, if you take it in little chunks, like we're talking about, it actually isn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And just doing the bits. And also, if you start to do it early on in your book piece, and I know I say this all the time, but if you're spending five or ten minutes every day on Twitter, like in the six months or a year leading up to when your book is released, that's going to do a lot for you when your book comes out. And I know then all of a sudden people pop their little heads up and their book is ready and then they're having, they're having to spend hours and hours on marketing their book. Whereas if we take that little bit of time early on in the process, then all of that accumulates to be actually quite a large amount of exposure in the end. Well, that's wonderful news because I didn't know that at the beginning, right? Um, and like I said, uh, and I think that's really good advice. And I'm actually co-authoring another book called Talking Naked. So we'll get on that right now. When I get off, I'll start twittering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sort of person I hear an idea and I'll do it, you know? Yeah, and it, and that's exactly it. And you can be giving people little snippets of your book as you go along and let them know, oh, like I've just started this chapter, what do you think of the title or any of those things and people will – and in, in the beginning I do know on doing – on social media it can feel like you're – nobody's listening to you mm. but quite often there are actually people out there and you just – if you just keep going and be consistent with it then all 
all of a sudden you'll get your response and like you said, like you put a tweet out and 10 people came back and that's really exciting. And so it is, I just encourage people to do their little bits and keep moving forward. Now that's a really good point because you're absolutely right. I, it's thinking that it's just going out into, you know, the space and nobody's seeing it, but it's not true. Very good point. So do you have any final words of wisdom for people? Um, I guess the, the biggest piece, and I think I've said it a few times, is don't let those, that negative chitter-chatter in your head stop you. Everybody has a story inside of them and you need to get it out. I never dreamt that I would be an author ever um, and I did it. So anybody can do it and I'm going to do another one. I can't believe it. So um, yeah, just be aware of those old negative beliefs. Um, get involved with the community. Make relationships. They're amazing people. Um, I, that's how I met you. Uh, so yeah, that's my biggest, two biggest pieces, yeah. Sure. And then so firstly, where can people purchase your book if they're interested in that? And secondly, then where can they find you? Um, they can purchase it through Amazon or through my website called thebestadviceyourmotherneverGaveYou.com. And um, they can find me, uh, email me if you have any questions, further questions at C-A-T as in Tom, L-U-M as in mother, 003 at yahoo.ca and I'd be happy to um, you know answer or help in any way I can um, another thing that I had created just quickly are our meditation brainwave entrainment audios that really help people's minds calm down and and I used to listen to them while I was writing as well so if anyone's interested in that just uh, let me know all right, perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom and your experience of getting your book together. Oh, well, it's been fun. I really appreciate it. Yes, and it's always wonderful hearing your lovely voice. <laughs> thank you very much. And if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to leave with us about the show today or leave any messages for Kathy, you can do that. Go to M ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and you can find our podcast there along with some other podcasts as well and we'd love to catch you on Facebook and Twitter and you know you can find me on my website it's stacymyers.com and there'll be links there to all of the other social media networks and on the show page we will have all the links for you to go so you can catch up with Kathy if you didn't get a chance to write them down or if you're driving or doing something else at the moment.